Hello and welcome to Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm here with my co-host Josh and we will have Ethan on here in a little while. He's running a little late tonight but we are doing our week six review. Week six Josh. Week six. It was a weird week and it started out in a really uh, disappointing disappointing way. Uh, with the Commanders Bears game on Thursday night, I, I was going was to go and say painful. Yeah, uh, it was painful. The one uh, kind of bright spot, I guess, was Brian Robinson, and that's about Bare- it. And that's barely. Yeah, and that's barely, and that's only because he scored a touchdown. <laughs> that's yeah. it. <laughs> Seventeen carries, sixty yards, and one touchdown, and that was off of a muffed yeah. punt. Besides mm-hmm. that, for some yeah. reason, Washington could do nothing on this offense, Absolutely on this team, nothing. on this Bears defense. Uh, excuse me. And he, and what's crazy is Antonio Gibson looks like the better back. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, like he actually looked pretty good. And yeah, I mean, I think their troubles really kind of stemmed from the lack of uh, the passing attack. Yeah, I, I have no idea you know, what happened to the passing attack. Like, it just I mean, Car- died. Yeah, Carson Wentz, 99 yards. That's it. That's Grant, all he got. I mean, he did fracture his finger uh, he did at the get end injured. of the game. So there's there's of that. Course. But, like, it wasn't But that's working. at the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, it, 99 yards? Come on. It, yeah, it didn't, the game was just so weird. It was just it, – it looked like an early 2000s game, honestly. Yeah. And – I think I was more, I think what I was more uh, surprised about is like 17 carries. That's good for, um, that's good for Brian Robinson. No targets, Mm -hmm. like what, no um, No catches out of the backfield, like nothing. And that's where it's like, okay, this is too simplistic Mm -hmm. of like a game plan of like anything for that matter. And it was just like, okay, what are we doing here? And now yeah. there's just going to be even more trouble because Carson Wentz is out four to six weeks uh, with the fractured mm-hmm. finger. Taylor Heineke Heineke's in. in. Yeah. But you still have to play Philly twice. You still have Dallas twice. No, 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 no. Not Philly twice. Philly once, Dallas twice. Uh, That's I, painful. No. You know what? I'm wrong. Philly, Dallas once. Giants twice. I knew they had one per, yeah. one team uh, twice, but it was just I, I just have major concerns. If it's not Wentz, can Heineke support a Terry, a Curtis, or even a Dotson whenever he comes back? And that's I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can. Um, until they get a really productive run game from either Brian Robinson or Antonio Gibson. I don't think they'll be able to get their passing game up because they'll just attack Heineke. But even then, so, like their running game is just, for lack of a better word, basic. And yeah. that's what I don't like about it. And it's like, well, you're well, you're not doing a good job to putting your players in a good chance to, to succeed. Like inside zone mm-hmm. with a with a home run threat such as uh uh such as uh, Antonio Gibson and and it's like, yeah, inside may work. Like you have, I know you have to run it, but like it's just, it's just not working right now. It just feels it's not beyond dysfunctional. 
And the only reason that they won this game is because they found an offensive line worse than theirs, honestly. Yeah. Like, and Justin, <laughs> no joke. here's, I will say though, just to kind of, I'm going to stop talking about the commanders because I've talked about what I don't like at nauseum. <laughs> this is the first time I actually, um, I really got to look deep into Chicago. They yeah. have certain guys there. They need an O-line. Oh, boy. Yeah. And obviously, they this kind of goes the prevailing thought. I think what the sphere that you run into on a dynasty level is that Justin Fields is developing bad habits right now because of how bad the O-line is. So mm-hmm. personally, what I would love to see them, they have a crap ton of money um, for with the cap next year. I would love to see them go all in, develop an O-line, and hope it only takes a season or uh, and some change to unlearn some bad habits and develop new ones. Because he certainly has the talent. I think that just goes without saying. Mm-hmm. He is that good. Like, all the potential hopes, like, you can see it there. Like, you, you're like, oh, okay, he can throw that ball. That ball zipped. Or, like, he, oh, he is yeah. literally the best athlete on the field. And you just gotta get him an O line, though. Yeah, for sure. Like they, he needs, he needs help. He yes. does. He needs help. And stop. Get you know help. their their running game has looked pretty good. Um, Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, they both showed up, did what they were supposed to do. Khalil Herbert, pretty pretty spicy, I might add. Yeah, Leo Harbour is still a very good change of pace back. Like he's a he just exactly he looks more explosive to me than David Montgomery. I think Montgomery's a power back, kind of like in the way Mm -hmm. of like how Derrick Henry is. Is like okay, if if you have to, if you're dealing with David Montgomery's 25th carry of the game, yeah, good luck with that. You're probably exhausted because he's just a giant back. But then he can Mm -hmm. also catch out of the backfield, which is really good. Um, and I, I would say he's he's a very underrated athlete. Like he is a reincarnated Matt Forte. Honestly, Matt Forte was obviously a bit smoother with it, but David Montgomery yeah. is just very smooth power, is how I would put it. And then, um, and and then Khalil Herbert, obviously the change of pace back. Like he's he's good in his own right. I just think it just doesn't help right now that either of them. Besides Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet, can't get any receiving help. Can't get anything done in general. Like they just, yeah. they're not finding anything. I I did see though, Darnell Mooney is actually being used or was actually yes. being used this yes. week. I you know, he saw twelve eyes. targets. I'll twelve targets. That. I love it. And but, he, and he no. was literally maybe an inch off his right hand <clears throat> of hand placement to get a touchdown out of that. Like, I think yeah. he had a really good game minus that last catch. He did. He did. And I think he he should – well, I think that merits more attention from Justin Fields. Yeah. I think he needs to – Fields Cole needs Komet to target him more because it, it worked. Yeah, Komet yeah, didn't look. Yeah, Komet true. didn't look too bad. It's just there's no one else outside of those two. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know Dante Pettis was the second, uh, oh, was yeah. second in targets. Dude, 
Dante. I mean, the resurrection of Dante Pettis. Yeah, I was like, he didn't look bad. Yeah, he looked pretty all. good. But, yeah, he looked pretty good. I don't know how yeah. we just talked ten minutes of commanders and bears. Yeah, I let's, don't let, understand. I say, it. I say let's let's, let's go. Let's go ahead. Uh, this one I loved because my Vikings won. The Vikings against the Dolphins. Dolphins lost three in a row after a very strong start. It's you know it's, that loss of Tua yeah. really hurt them. I mean, really unfortunately. Hurt them. Unfortunately, I don't think this was the case. It, I, it's almost like don't sell your soul for no, uh, for <clears throat> September uh, kind yeah. of situation, which I I don't, th- which I I don't think that's what they did. I I really do think like they thought he was good, and then obviously things happened, and then they've they've been dealing with the consequences. I do applaud them. I think they realize is like, look, we need Tua for December, January, potentially yeah, February. They need him for the end so, of the year. Yeah, so it's like you know what, let's just <clears throat> let's just be very cautious with this. So I I, I applaud yeah. their response to out of everything that's happened. So it's just you're just kind of waiting for like good things to happen, pretty much. Um, but still, yeah. honestly, they're a they're a playoff team. Yeah, they're when they're fully healthy, they are a playoff team, and they they are just skilled at every level on offense and defense, but. You know, when they're not healthy, you, you can't field a good team, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's what's happened in the last three weeks. So, uh, um, but the Vikings looked good. Uh, Kirk Cousins, they, <laughs> he didn't look good in the first half. They, it was almost non-existent. Um, but they, they did well. They did well. Um, Dalvin Cook was almost, was stuffed. Pretty much until the last quarter. Yeah, basically until that 53-yard touchdown. Yeah, and that's it. That 53-yard touchdown saved his his fantasy day. But then again, Miami's defense is good, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. But I think I think we may need to talk about that Vikings interior O-line. Like, I think the tackles are super mm-hmm. solid, like especially Darisol. Darisol's yeah. that dude. But... I think the interior O line is something that may need to get addressed, especially in the off season. Mm-hmm. But right now, they, they they do have to find ways to at least like clear it up a little bit. And yeah. but yeah, Dalvin Cook basically resurrected his game. Um, you know, and Jefferson, pretty solid game as well. Uh, six for one hundred seven, no touchdowns. But when you're averaging almost eighteen yards a catch. I'll, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, and he did all of that off of just eight targets, which is yeah, pretty it, darn good. Insane, and considering yeah. you're going up against Xavier Howard as well, but Thielen four thirty six and one, I think that's kind of the Thielen yeah. stat line you're going to get. I think it yeah, really... and he's always he's always been touchdown dependent when it comes to fantasy. He's used in the red zone a lot. So yeah, and I I really um, think their third yeah. option has really devolved into a combination of Dalvin Cook, Irv Smith, and KJ Osborne, to where it's yeah. like oh it's like okay we're going to feed Je- Jefferson, we're going to feed Thiel, and now it's between KJ, Irv, and Dalvin Cook. We'll see who gets the rest of the targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they get the scraps. <laughs> they, pretty they pretty much, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball. 
Tyreek and Jalen obviously they, had look, good games. Um, Gesicki was a surprising uh, stream this week for a lot of people. You know, yeah. I, I don't I don't know many people that started him, but yeah. two me, touchdowns. I I I'm gonna check right now where Gesicki is when it comes to rankings and just. Well, I mean, after this week, he's probably got to be. Yeah, I'm really. I mean, we're looking at is Kasiki a top uh, tight end? That's that's really the question I want to figure out. So, okay, he's like fifteen. He's like fifteen right now. He's like tight tight end fifteen. Yes. So, uh, I mean, good stat line from him. I just don't consider this to be. The, uh, this is not going to be consistent. No, nah, not consistent whatsoever. No. But Bridgewater looked good. Skylar Thompson went out pretty early in the game. Yeah. Um, they really relied on the, the uh, passing game. They really relied on it. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater actually, he did pretty decent. You know, 329, two touchdowns, two interceptions, two bad interceptions. One yeah. of them pretty much sealing the game for the Vikings. Yeah, and they so, were they were playing from behind all day, so yeah, they were playing catch up there. Yeah, but oh. uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, yes. Let's go on to our next matchup. Uh, you want you want to skip Falcons real quick <laughs> until we let Ethan get on? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah let's let's, let's, skip, let's skip that because that's that's all okay. Good. A whole dichotomy in of itself. Uh, Patriots Browns <laughs> is the next one. Yes, yeah. and uh, I'm going to say one name, and I think this is the sum of this entire review. Ramondre <clears throat> Stevenson. <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson, 19 carries, 76 yards, and two touchdowns. That last touchdown just made my day. I love it. I was, it, I was so excited was when I saw him. Oh, it was it was beautiful, especially this game. Like no Mac Jones, obviously, yeah. but Ramondre can can get the job done on his own, and that's that's the best thing that you want to see. Yes, he can um, and did did a very good job of it too. Yeah do we need um, do, do we need to apologize to Bailey Zapp? <laughs> yes, I think we do. I, I think he's he he showed up. I was surprised against this Cleveland. Defense? He, like he is just making he it up. work right now. And I know the Cleveland defense ain't the greatest, but like yeah. you don't expect a fourth round rookie to just like have like control of like the amount of control that he has on the situation is like downright impressive. Yeah. And and the confidence, honestly. Yeah. Like you saw it in in the passing game. He he has confidence in himself and in the system that he's in. Is he is he fantasy relevant? Like obviously, right now, yes, fantasy relevant as Mac Jones recovers. But do you think for any long term plays, is he worth keeping Um, a spot? Potentially, depending on matchup, I think he's he'll he'll be matchup based because I don't I don't know if he goes up against a pretty tough defense. I think since he's a rookie, they can shake him, but. Since they were playing from it ahead pretty much this whole time, they yeah, I, I think he was able to kind of calm down, sit in the pocket, and oh yeah, make and, and level-headed a, throws. A run game to rely on is always exactly. like what you need there. 
I do find exactly. something interesting here how Taekwon Thornton had the <clears throat> the next most carries, three carries for sixteen yards. Yeah. But yeah, he averaged he did a pretty good average. And this is kind of funny. So I'm I'm going to say the uh, New England receivers here. Devontae Parker, four for 64. Hunter Henry, four for 61. John New Smith, two for 61. Jacoby Myers, four for 60. uh, And then Tyquan Thornton, four for 37. That is some distribution. Like that is. That is is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's very reminiscent of like Tom Brady led like in the late 2010s kind of. Like 2015 and uh, forward, just passing the ball around. Are you, are you making a comparison to the goat? No. Oh. Huh? Uh, are, we, are we about to do this? Uh, are we about to do this? It is literally that's it. That's it, folks. Oh, that's no, it, folks. Not. Dude, I'm gonna get that's. Josh good. has laid it down. Baby Zappy is is the new Tom Brady. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the the depth of what I was saying until you did that. And the answer is no, the play style is similar. <laughs> Dang it. No. Now, oh man, some poor like small town like Massachusetts uh newspaper's gonna clip me on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's go to the uh, brown side before I say yeah, anything let's go about to the like, brown side. Asante Samuel or something. So Jacoba Brissett uh, J- twenty Yeah. <laughs> 21 to 45, yikes. Uh, 266, uh, yikes. One and two. Yeah. I mean, it, th- this is Bel- this is Belichick written all over it. Yeah. And to be honest, it was excruciating. Oh, yeah. Watching the Browns' offense. It was absolutely excruciating. Nick Chubb couldn't get anything going. Kareem yeah. Hunt couldn't get anything going. This just no, nobody the, could get anything going. This just shows if you shut the the run game down, <clears> the yeah. the Browns can't do anything. They have um, after that. I, no. It's it's like it's like what the Ravens were like in 2020. Once you shut the run down, what's going to happen next? Yep. And yeah, what you've seen in 2021 and and this year at some points is. If you for if you force them to, they like they can get the if, if you force the run out of the equation, they can throw the ball now, and you're forced into that evolution process. So I really don't know if the Browns <clears throat> can like even with the current talent and even with Deshaun Watson coming back. That yeah. is my next question. It's like it's like I don't know if if that's the case, but. I mean, this is just this is just one of the games where it's you just chalk it up to eh, just a bad week on to the next one when it comes to fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just on to the next one. That's it. Speaking of on to the next one. The Jets. The Jets beat the Packers. In Lambeau. In Lambeau for their second loss in a row like the Packers and they have never done that under their current head coach in the last couple of years I I think we're just getting to the point of this is the NFL the NFL talent in general has gotten better and the whole you're you're like leader of the team has to make everyone around you better and yeah and I would like to, to add 
basically an amendment to that and say it that only works so much. Yeah. And I think that's what we're dealing with. Dobbs hasn't become the guy that that we're thinking he's being like like none of the receiving options are working. And on top of that, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, do we need to put out like APBs and like fi- like try and find them? I think I just used the wrong term completely. To I'm, just, the, I'm disappointed. To, yeah, to the to the criminal justice yeah. bachelor man. So I I was kind of uh, intrigued by the snap count between AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. What was it? Because I haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> well, the AJ Dillon got ten carries, and Aaron Jones only got nine. That's been completely opposite of the last couple of weeks. And I, I mean, it could be because, you know, they were behind for most of the game and they were struggling. So they were trying to kind of get the passing game going. But uh, I don't know, man. He's He was just – Aaron Jones didn't look good. He didn't look good. I, I just they're, – they're just – there is just an identity crisis and I I don't, I don't know. I don't think that Green Bay knows what they want to do. It's like, Oh, we know that, you know, that we know that, you know, that you don't know what you want to (laughs) do. And, and like, you're very confused. (laughs) Yeah. They're very confused. And I, it's like, you probably only have a few years of Aaron Rodgers left. And this team's mm-hmm. not good. Like, I'm just going to say nope. it, like, especially on offense. Like, I think they're probably a year away and they really need, if they really want to make a, uh, make some noise this year, they really have to bring in some outside help. Like they mm-hmm. should have been the ones looking at Robbie Anderson. They should have been uh, looking at a few other players. And DJ Moore. DJ, yeah, DJ Moore. And we'll talk about that because <laughs> That's that's where things get interesting. Um, yeah. Well, but... I mean, uh, the one the one real bright spot was their tight end, Robert Tanyan. Ten receptions 90 for ninety yards. yards. I would gladly take that. Yeah, Tanyan. I'm glad that he's being used now. Yeah, but I think as a... an Alan Lazard owner and a Romeo. Dobbs owner, it's discouraging because I, I want to see more from them. I am not discouraged, and here's why: <coughs> both still had nine targets. Yeah, I, they still had nine targets, but they couldn't reel them in. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, Lazard did get the touchdown, so he ended up with actually yeah. a good fantasy day. And I think Lazard's been the most consistent guy. Dobbs he, is the he one. Has been. Dobbs is the one where it's like, man, we kind of really want more from you, but he's kind of been stuck yeah. in the j- literally just four, like four catches. Where it's like, okay, not bad, we can work with that, but it's really low yardage. And if he doesn't get a touchdown, it's not worth it. Yeah. So Lazard exactly. is the guy that I go, yeah, that's that's the guy out of this entire passing offense that you need to go and get. He's like, about the only one fantasy relevant right now. Yeah, and Tunyon, as much as I want him to be good, I don't know if he'll, he'll if he'll consistently put up ten and ninety. But if, yeah, I don't. I, I would don't say five and sixty, consistent. and I'll be I'll be content with that. Yeah, yeah, 
and that's that would be a decent stat line. Uh, now, and, speaking and of- Randall Cobb may actually not. I think he he's got a sprain. Yeah, and they're so. looking into it to see the extent of the sprain. I don't, I haven't heard anything left or anything yet from it. So yeah, so we'll, we'll go into to... more of that. Yeah, we we will probably get some info on either tomorrow or Wednesday about that. Mm-hmm. Um, on to the Jet side, Zach Wilson. Um, let's just not talk about Zach Wilson there. Yikes. Yeah. But that's the only about... one that we need to talk about is Brees Hall. Brees, Brees Hall is the real, or the as real... people are dubbing him, Beast Hall. So, Brees Lightning, Beast Hall. Brees, yeah, Brees Lightning. Brees Hall of Beast Fame. Hall. Yes. So, um, so Brees good. Hall, I love it. He is so good. Watching him so run. Good. Dude, oh my th- gosh. So this is something that I, I didn't see it when watching him at Iowa State. And then I see it mm-hmm. in the league and I'm like, whoa, it is just this burst out of nowhere. Yeah. And for some for some reason, I couldn't see it at Iowa State. I But he was just gradually moving faster in every way. So I was like, okay, he has to have something. But there's been yeah. a couple plays where he scored. And I'm like, where did this show up? See, I I love just his explosiveness. And his ability to shed tackles, man. I don't I don't know how he does it, but I saw him run and he I can't remember what he did, but there was guys coming in from left and right. He just split, split him right in between, and then did a whole little spin move and went for another like five, six yards before a group of guys yeah. tackled him. And I'm like, I'm sitting there going, Man, I thought you were down like ten yards back, but you just—it was like a greased pig oh, just dude, slipped right through it's him. It's so good, and like what what I'm really loving with Brees Hall right now. I mean, well, I mean, he had two catches, five yards, yes, but he, but he's getting targets, and I think that's mm-hmm. the best thing out of it. Plus the twenty carries that he's getting, and he is yeah. just making it work. Yeah, I'd like to see him involved more in the passing game. But I think that'll that'll come as Zach as, Wilson progresses. Exactly, I think he'll start to trust him a little more yeah. in the passing game. Are you are you done with any Jets receivers? Uh, I would. Go, I'm I would say keep, yes. Okay, who? I'm I'm done with all of them minus Garrett Wilson. I would say so. Um, Corey Davis is an interesting start. He's yeah. he merits some consideration. Elijah Moore is like the redheaded stepchild of this yeah, offense. What happened? Because I don't I, know. I have no clue. I that's something that has to get figured out. I personally will say if a contender is interested in training for Elijah Elijah Moore, please, please, for my fantasy team's sake, please. Let me have one yeah. more receiver. That's really good, please. <laughs> yeah, I I think it needs to be done, but I think they're going to stash him. Yeah. They're going to keep him because he showed he so, showed that yeah. he had wide receiver one potential last year. Mm-hmm. And why why they're not utilizing him, I have no it, clue. It makes no but, sense to me, honestly. 
I mean, he, him and Zach Wilson just showed chemistry. They had it together. And then Garrett Wilson comes in and it's, and Corey Davis is now healthy. And it's like, like, what the heck is going on? So these two guys kind of butt their way in and it's now looking like Zach Wilson has a, has a favorite. The other issue is Brees Hall is ending games too, where I think, and the Jets are not afraid to like, oh, you want to run the ball? Yeah. You want to run the ball? Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, they, they've proven that they just want to give him the ball. Like he's, he's winning their games for him. Yeah. Unfortunately, like they, it shouldn't be that way, but fortunately for fantasy players or fantasy managers, I should say, uh, he is like, they are leaning on him. Yeah. So what's the next game that we got? Our next, next game, Jags versus the Colts. This is a surprise. Um, Matt, is this Matt Ryan coming out? And this is a showing, showing us that he's, he's not done. This is is a Colts team with his back on the, against the wall. Yeah. Like he looked decent. He looked and, good, like out there throwing. It did take fifty-eight attempts, but it's going to get better with JT coming back, and that's yeah. But he, what he I th- threw for almost four hundred yards. Oh yeah, for uh three eighty-nine average, six point seven a completion. <clears throat> and and here's the biggest thing: no sacks, no sacks, no inter- that's, interceptions that's the key. either. And so yeah. I, I definitely think they're finally kind of gelling. Michael Pittman looked outstanding. And I think, oh, go ahead. I was going to say 13 for 134 is, is like, thank goodness you've returned and we missed you. And I I think we have found the backup to JT. Our new Craig. Our our new Craig. Craig. No, I think we've found the backup. Yeah. So JT misses. If JT misses time. It, they're not going to skip a beat. The Colts won't skip a beat. Well, I, I mean, I, I think if they miss time, you know it's going to be on Matt Ryan's shoulders. And this is just a win yeah. Indianapolis needed. Like, there's mm-hmm. like, Matt Ryan win the game for us, and he absolutely did that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. they He did that. He did just that. Yeah. I mean, and he put up a nice stat line. Not only for himself, but he provided that for his receiving core too. The only thing I, mean, I would like I, you said, Pittman and yeah. Ferris Campbell, Alec Pierce, all of them. Yeah, Alec I mean, Pierce. Even Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods for a rookie tight end. I like Alec Pierce, seven targets, I like, but only three catches. Basically gets saved with the touchdown when it comes to yeah. fantasy relevance. Um, I it's really a battle between Paris Campbell and Alec Pierce because Paris Campbell has yeah. not played this amount of games in the NFL and like well ever, but mm-hmm. Michael Pittman, whew, I I traded him too early. I I bailed after watching yeah. uh, after watching the Broncos and Colts game, which I probably shouldn't have. I got deep, but I I just hope yeah. Michael Pittman succeeds. He I think he will. I think he will. He's he is the number one option there. Yeah, and I think he'll have down he'll have down days, you know, where and I'm not comparing him to him, 
but this is how this season has kind of been for him. You know, Jamar Chase. He has had down comparing Michael Pittman to Jamar Chase. No, I'm saying this is how his this is how his season is going for him. Yeah, but in a weird way, where he has he has a one week where it's amazing, where he is just blowing up. He gets amazing fantasy points, and then he has like really two or three really quiet weeks, and then he blows up again. So. You know, I think that's what's happening to Pittman. You know, he's just, I, I don't know, he's just struggling. Yeah. So, so, and I think that's the offense in general is struggling. That definitely not just him. is the offense in general. But let me, let's ask the somehow uh, newfound Colts fan if he wants to uh, come on in here. Ethan, where hey. are you? Oh, he disappeared for some reason. Hold on. Oh, he disappeared. Yeah, where, where is this? There we go. Is he there? He's Can you see on. him? There we go. Hey, there okay. he is. We are talking about our one and only Michael Pittman at the moment. Michael Pittman is legit. <laughs> Yes, he does. No needs to be said. Nothing needs I've, to be said. I've, I've come to bring my wisdom. <laughs> or lack of. Everything Ryan has said is wrong. That's the wisest thing I could say. <laughs> uh, says the one who smoked you this week in, in our Dynasty League. Ooh. Hey, hey, Ooh. hey, listen. Ooh. Listen, I can't Ooh. control other people, Josh. All right? I can just do the best that I can. Look. And it wasn't enough. <laughs> But uh, okay. no, I I will say my one issue for Michael Pittman is that I think if there is a top flight corner that he is going against, while I mm-hmm. think athletically he would win a lot of one on ones, I think Matt Ryan's very shy at just giving him the shot. So I would almost suspect like if he had to face another certain level kind of corner that he actually wouldn't have a good game. Yeah, I don't know. They were running a lot of underneath rub routes and slants with him, which I think will help out his game a lot. I I hope so. I hope that's the new because that was manufactured. Yeah, that was manufactured a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Throw a toddy, throw a toddy to Eckler. Oh. Throw it to Gerald Everett. I need twenty five points from Sutton and Everett. Okay, I so... need seventy points from Eckler. So get in line. I need Sutton to literally do nothing. That's and I, I and right now I need Ethan to talk about the Atlanta Falcons and yes. from their sweep. Well, we didn't really get to we didn't get oh, to we, talk about Oh, we didn't. We the talked, Jacksonville oh. Trevor Lawrence's. Oh. Okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Almost there, Ethan. Sorry I gave you the tease there. But you teased um, me. So Travis okay. Travis Etienne. Talk, I, okay, I don't you, get this. The Travis Etienne fan club. Go ahead, girls. I don't get this. Like, he literally pops off. Well, it's only me. Josh is a non-believer. I, he has no yeah. right to say anything about Etienne. Get, guess what? Brian Robinson still scored more points this week, so I come Listen, you're not welcome in the church of Travis. You're welcome. You're welcome, Josh. You... Yeah. Okay, but who scored more points, Josh? Travis Etienne or Brian Robinson? Brian Robinson. Robinson. 
No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> scored he 60 score yards 13? on a touchdown. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, didn't he have, only have 13? Etienne had 15. 15.8. Oh, you know what? Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. In half PPR, Brian Etienne Robson scored more. Scored. So. In half PPR, yeah. In half that's, PPR. that's what he had. But do, how many people care about half PPR? I do no, because that's I'm the what, half PPR. That's what guys. No, okay. No, no, no. So then it scored more points. <laughs> Etienne was the go-ahead, and uh, you you shamed the Church of Etienne. Look, I apologize. I atone for my sins. No. I would like to be let back into the Church of Etienne. No. I will be starting. Oh if I... you say one thing about Travis Etienne. Okay. I'm, right. I'm, tell, I'm telling you I'm telling so, you right now though, we are on all right. I will say one thing though. We are on the cusp of a Travis Etienne breakout game. And I dude, think yes. he, I believe so I believe so. Yeah, I believe we, so. He looked really good. Yeah, it is it is a he's, matter he's of flexworthy. not if and I I'm telling you, Ethan, I think he's a league winner by the end of the year. Possibly. Oh, I, I agree. You have to stay the course though. Okay. Listen, I've stayed the course this entire time. I, I don't know why you're why you're pointing your finger at me. I've been I'm an not. ETN believer. I I am the cardinal of the Church of ETN. L- and okay. I'll be the bishop right. call the day. <laughs> so no. I I've I've gotta ask, guys. Trevor Lawrence, being a Trevor Lawrence owner, is there hope? I am I'm no. seeing light at the yes. end of the tunnel for his development. Not for this and year. Not for this year, but maybe by the end of the year, he might be okay. a little fantasy relevant. For Dynasty I'm not purposes, talking QB1, but like, yeah. For for Dynasty purposes, there is light I mean, at the end of the tunnel. If you're talking like general broadband OPS. Okay. I think he could still because, be the guy that you that you think yeah. he is. It's just you have to treat this year as if it's he's a rookie this year. Plain yeah. and simple. You just have to throw out last year, like completely. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, last like year it, he was in a toxic relationship. He was. He was yeah, abused. Really. He was he's, he's he's still recovering. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But literally, with, like you know how he treated Jalen Hurts to say last year was really his mm-hmm. rookie year? Do the same exact thing with Trevor Lawrence, and you would actually feel better about what's happening. And I, I think we'll see his development grow. I just think finally being yeah. in a like, in a multiple offense, and and Peterson's still trying to like go through some things. I think they still have some weird quirks that they're going through. Yeah, but. <clears throat> Yeah, thank, thank you, Ethan. Th- th- thank you, Sorry, Cardinal. I have, thank you, I'm Cardinal dealing with Ethan. the cold. Thank you, thank you, Cardinal <laughs> Ethan. And and but I I I would still be high on Trevor Lawrence. Just let him take his lumps now. He's going mm-hmm. to be good. Like you can see it. Yeah, and that's kind of my view on it. I was just really encouraged by this the stat line. I mean, he made twenty two attempts. Mm-hmm. And it was 20 of 22 for the whole game. Almost as so, good as somebody else that we'll talk about in a little bit. It was it was great. But, I mean, he only threw for 165 yards. So, yeah. 
Yeah, um, but I would love to see how how they treated that uh, treated that game because I, I want to mm-hmm. know if Trevor Lawrence really actually pushed the ball down the field. Now, if he did that yeah. pushing the ball down the field, then I see. Then I, I don't think he did. Presses. I don't. I think, think he, he was did. dinking and dunking. And um, yeah, let's, I, let's go let's on. Go let's, I'm gonna be honest. Let's move I, on I didn't the... watch really quickly. I, I will say I didn't watch Jacksonville's okay. offense too much. I was mainly watching the Colts. But uh, one thing I will say about the Colts before we move on, I know we talked, uh, or you guys were talking about Pittman a little bit, but when JT returns, I think he's going to be a menace. I think this new iteration of the offensive line has been so, like, sneaky beneficial for them. Yep. Okay. I I agree. That is the last thing I'll say on them. But I don't want to beat a dead horse, so let's keep going. Okay. So... Let's go ahead. We've been putting off this matchup till you got here. Go ahead. Nice. Talk about your Falcons against the 49ers. I'll let you go ahead. Go oh, ahead. no. Bleacher Report crashed. Um, Hold on. I'm going to pull up stats. <laughs> Dang. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, so, Bleacher Report. Why? So, no. I, I'll i give you the stats, Ethan. Who do you want first? Yeah, go ahead. Well, obviously, Marcus Mariota. I mean, dude, he finally didn't play like trash. 129 yards, two touchdowns. They, they still didn't trust him, which is hysterical if you really no, think about they it. They did not. They did not trust. Listen, him. that one ball that he that he threw as an incompletion was trash, and we need Desmond Ritter. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I just I should have been a completion. That's it. <laughs> I just find it hilarious that like he wasn't both... perfect. Put in Ritter. <laughs> that's honestly the mood though like no, I, yeah that's honestly that's as, been as the joking that is the as it is will be the move like he's not the future and like that's that's yeah. i think the only way i can put it like it's like um it's like you can get caught up in this like almost like beautiful thing and not like see the value in what's behind it you know, yeah. like, like, yeah, like Mariota went 13 for 14 and he looked decently sharp and, you know, we beat San Francisco, but it's like, he's not the future. Like we're still stabbing ourselves in the back and not giving Ritter a shot. And you know what? It is a fair argument to say it might be too early. And I'm sure that <laughs> that staff knows better than any of us, like, and better than me in the community. Like I'm not in that organization i'm not on that field i don't see what's going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. but what i will say is Mariota's is not the future desmond ritter is the future and the longer you put off seeing what you have the longer it's going to hurt you in terms of the future well the longer you don't know like yeah. say say and i'm not yeah. i'm not again god forbid here like say that season just gets tanked like yeah. the longer you don't put Desmond Ritter out there, the more you don't know whether he's going to be the guy or not. And so right. eventually you will have to find out. And now if we make the playoffs, it's okay because then we're not in the QB race, which would be fine. But what if that is a mistake because Ritter could not be the guy? And I'm not saying yeah. put in Ritter because he's the future and he's going to be the, the thing that saves the Falcon season. I'm saying no, but they need put to in find Ritter out. because we know what Mariota is. We know. Oh, sorry. Nope. Is he no, exactly. Like, it's the fear of the unknown. 
We need to know what we have. Well, I mean, you, you guys remember what happened with Tua. Am I back? Yep, Am I dead? Um, slightly. <laughs> um, but I remember. you guys remember what they did with Tua, where all of a sudden, like, you know, Miami's doing pretty good. They're like four and four. They're, they're in playoff contention, but they immediately started Tua because they went, oh, we're about to get the number three pick from the, the Houston Texans. We need to figure out like what we got in Tua and see if we need to go get a quarterback or not. And it's, yeah. I think you're stuck in one of those situations in Atlanta is you have to find out what, the, who Desmond Ritter is, especially in mm-hmm. yeah, just especially with how it uh, it's going at the moment. And like, literally when you see Marcus Mariota, only 14 pass attempts, like that already tells me you don't trust him. Like mm-hmm. why not just take the next step in the leap of faith and just go with Desmond Ritter. I think right now, my I I really do wonder if the plan is like week twelve or something like that. But I wouldn't it be surprised is. if Mariota got hurt and they're just gonna all right, Desmond Ritter time, let's do it. Or yeah, got hurt. Yeah, but let me let me tell send you, the mob after him in Atlanta. All right, before we talk about a, an hour about Desmond Ritter and Mariota, I just want to say, Ethan, why can't the Atlanta Falcons wear this wear the red helmets? All the time, dude. The red helmets—it's so, so were life changing, dude. It's so—I'm so happy they're back. Oh, it's so good. They're so good. good. Oh, I do incredible. want to talk about Huntley and it, it does. Algier. They do like them, yeah, because they're—they're quite Algier, the one-two they split. punch. They split, they split pretty split, evenly, man. I they're, mean, de- almost dead even. They're not and, doing too great. You know, you like three to... and a half yards per carry isn't ideal, but yeah. Just know Cordero no, Patterson's ahead, coming back. That's that's my point. Yeah. yeah. Is I I'm But it's okay good with, development. Yeah. And th- have them ready by December. And you're getting fresh legs for Cordero Patterson. And then Caleb Huntley and Tyler Algier are not going to be super mm-hmm. green going mm-hmm. into a late December game where who knows? Atlanta may be in playoff contention at that point. But I mean there's Yeah. Well I also think how old CP is. CP's not gonna exactly. last forever. Exactly, and that's, yeah, he's he's not going to be able to carry the ball. For them I would I would say if Atlanta doesn't like Huntley or Algier, they will be a team that looks at Bijan Robinson. Ooh, mm. that would be that would be interesting. He's just that kind That'd of guy. That would be spicy. And what's yeah. also what's also spicy is an an American touchdown on American soil. Yeah. From Kyle Pitts. Ah, <laughs> oh, finally, Kyle freaking Pitts. This is this is you know, why. You know what's even better? What's even better? You know what's even better? The uh, the touchdown catch by Pruitt, elevated from the practice squad. Oh, Michael Pruitt. <laughs> yeah, that was it was frustrating, but uh, yeah, it happened. Yeah, but it was li- frustrating. Literally, both Drake London and Kyle Pitts have a Marcus Mariota-sized passing problem. So, it, yeah. I, I say definitely as far as fantasy advice, just don't even play them. But I would be trying to buy low on them, personally. Yeah. Just, just when Desmond Ritter gets in, and I don't know if Desmond Ritter is going if they're going to pass more. For, but because of just how Mariota's play, I inherently trust Desmond Ritter more. 
So, and I I think the only other thing to say about this game, because I don't think there's anything to talk about with the 49ers, is that the Falcons completely and utterly dominated. Dominated. Oh, yeah. they. Yeah, they did. They broke San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, they really did. Just like they broke the Saints. Yeah, but the one thing I do want to talk about is one man we have been waiting to, for him to come back for so long. Yes. Another person that Josh gave up on and I didn't. At, <laughs> no, I still have him on my dynasty team. I had to drop him over injury concerns because I was running. I was going thin at running back, and that's Brandon Ayuk. But who's they, been telling you for the last year to just trust the process? I did trust the process. I literally had you my dropped him. Finished. You literally, you literally dropped him. I literally team. had no other choice but to drop him because that I sounds needed like a running blasphemy. Back. I needed you a running traded. Back. You traded. That sounds yeah. like blasphemy. You traded, you traded and him. dropped him. I did no, not no, trade no. him. You traded him. Yeah, didn't you trade him to my dad? No. I who did um, that then? Because I thought it was you. It was not me. It was you, Josh. No, I still have him. It was you. I literally still have him. Yeah, he's on my bench. Did I go crazy? Okay, right. I went crazy. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're right. Go ahead, Josh. No, 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 no. My dad has him on his team, doesn't he? No, I have him. I clearly have him. And I wish I started him, even though I'm I'm gonna. All right, pull out your pockets. Yeah. No, go Look, ahead, Josh. I got no pockets, man. But uh, yeah, I I I'm encouraged by I. You literally the, Josh, you literally traded him, in our league in July. I'm which... looking at the transaction that went down. Joshua, no, you you traded liar. you traded How? George Kittle. A 23 second, 24 third, and a 24 fifth for Kelsey Lazard and a 23 third. That's literally a transaction that went down this summer. Yeah, but that deal did not include Ayuk. <laughs> no, it did not. We were I talking tried... about Kittle. We're talking about Ayuk. No, we're talking about... Oh my gosh, Ayuk. I thought you guys were talking about Kittle. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. No, I, I, I will okay, say. No, you didn't trade Ayuk. Can someone can someone go check on Ryan? I must have missed. I must have missed something there. I apologize. Senior, senior moment. This was a senior moment. Oh my goodness! I was like, I'm not crazy. I feel. I'm losing I was sitting here like none of those players you just listed was Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> exactly. Literally, I thought you were talking about George. Weird, weird flex. That's but why I, I was. I was so I, I was so confused because no. I'm like, I know that you you made a trade. So okay, no, no, go but ahead. You're right, Ryan, you're right. He did make a trade. <laughs> just didn't include Ayuk, but I did trade Kittle. No, it did not. I mean, it got me Kelsey, so I'm not complaining over there. But I'm happy to see Kittle back. And yeah. what I do find yeah. interesting. Well, though, but this is Atlanta, though they don't scheme against tight ends, so that's yeah. not surprising to me. I'm just impressed with the fact that Ayuk, Kittle, and Debo can have five plus catches at the same time. 
And I understand that there wasn't yeah. many touchdowns score, scored uh, for IU, uh, not obviously IU, but for Kittle and Debo. Outside of IU, yeah. Yeah, but I'm pretty encouraged by that. I think San Francisco is just going through their lumps right now, and especially since they basically any offseason plan they had, especially with Trey Lance, it's just uh, uh, that's thrown out the window. So we're going to have to dig up all the old stuff that we did. And... Oh, yeah, it, it killed me. And they're like, uh, San Francisco's the epitome of next man up. I was like, good Lord, leave those poor guys alone. Yeah, leave them alone. And like, Devo's getting the same opportunities as last year. And he's it, like, it's there. It's just the touchdowns aren't coming like last year. So that's something that, I mean, it's frustrating, but it's there. And, but I do think when they're, it's crunch time because it looks like San Francisco is going to be either the division leader or, um, or I don't think San Francisco a... makes the playoffs. Oh, I think they will because the NFC West is just not that good. No, I think Seattle beats them out. Really? Seattle and the Rams? No, not the Rams. You think uh, the Rams will beat them out? No, the, Ram- yep. the Rams. The Rams. The Seattle and the Rams. The Rams have the right. Well, yeah, they the didn't use Darrell Henderson. What the heck? We'll get into that. We'll get into yeah, that. We'll okay. get into that. You're right. You're right. Are you guys Are you guys good with the Niners? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah this okay. game. This game is over. The 49ers okay. got dominated. The 49ers are dead. Next game. Okay. What's the next All game? Right. Next game: Cincinnati Bengals versus New Orleans Saints. This came down to the wire. The like, go-ahead touchdown to Jamar. It, for it also it also put the Falcons tied for first in the NFC South. That is yep. true. But to the Bengals. Uh, Bengals side, I mean, let's look. Burrow, really solid game. He's um, been averaging 30 up. points the last three games. That's Fun stat for you. Interesting. Yeah. So he has two two explosion games. The Ravens game, he only scored 18. Is Interesting. Three out of the last, 30 in the last four. It might be 30 in the last four. That might, that might be it. He's but... had three games of 30 points. Um, but uh, Mixon, I'm a little concerned. Eight for 45. Uh, I like think that. Mixon is someone that some they're gonna someone's gonna start I'm, panic selling soon. Yeah. But I am out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like they just can't run the ball as well as they did last year, which is funny. Like it's the irony is just so funny in that. But obviously Jamar Chase. Well, yeah. it, they they thought the like explosiveness could make up for not having an offensive line. And I think everyone this year is like, wait, 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 no. But the funny thing is that they even try to fix the O line, and it still looks the it same. Made it worse. <laughs> yeah, it still looks yeah. the same. And, and to which there it goes. Okay, you brought in players to fix it. Now where's that issue go? Mm-hmm, Zach mm-hmm. Taylor. And uh, but literally with Jamar Chase, Zach Taylor, we'll make the shirts. Yeah, literally with Jamar Chase, this is why you drafted him in the first round. Yep. Enough needs to be yep. said there. He finally showed um, it. Of course, yeah, it ignore the last me, four weeks. Okay. Ignore the last four weeks. Um, yeah, this is why I drafted him in the first round. And traded for <laughs> Joe Burrow. And traded for Joe Burrow because I had this stack. Yeah, I have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, so I was having a very good Day in fantasy. I, I will say though, I'm glad I avoided the Joe Mixon bullet. Same because I 
Same. I was actually was looking thinking about. I was tempted, dude. I was so tempted. Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh yeah, he's he's the mistress. This. Joe Mixon is that <laughs> mistress, and it, it looks good and tempting, and then you realize he plays yeah. for the Bengals, and they don't have an offensive line, and you're like, oh, it yeah. just looks good on the outside, but it's gross inside. Yep. And what's also kind of gross at the like moment, like the house of Mixon. Yeah, house of Mixon is a no go. What's also gross <laughs> is how the Saints have been dealing with basically everything minus Alvin Kamara, 19 for 99, and then Kamara having six catches for 25 yards. It looks really Mm -hmm. good. It looks really good in PPR format, but besides that, really nothing much. They're just kind of dying at the fact that they're top three. I do want to bring up points did he get? Oh, we got robotic Ethan coming in. Yeah, we got robotic Ethan. So I do want to pose this question while Ethan unfreezes himself. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I know. Just sorry. I'm not dead anymore. That's good. Okay. I was just going to say um, Andy Dalton actually injured himself during the game this week. Uh, That came out. Did you talk commanders? Yeah, we did talk commanders already. Yeah. Did we talk about Wentz's broken ring finger? Yes. Yes, we already talked about that. So, <laughs> also right. apologies so for my the first... There's a there's a really there's a really bad storm here. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, um, yeah, Andy Dalton injured his finger, or mm. no, his back, his back. Um, the rise of Taysom game. Hill. So, quarterbacks with back injuries. The rise, no, the so, rise of Taysom Hill. Are we gonna get? Taysom Hill quarterback. Yes, but more importantly, in the in the uh, we're getting yeah we're getting the, the tight end again. spot. We're getting the cheat again. We're getting the cheat. Yes. I remember two years ago when this okay. happened. Oh, this I was, was talking to Josh, this and just, we were like we um, were nerding out on how how like amazing well, having was, Taysom Hill, a starting quarterback with a rushing ability like that, being able to be plugged into. The tight end you know, spot. A tight end spot. Well, well, well you know what, so. Josh? How well did that work for you in the ESPN league when you started Taysom Hill this week? Not too well this week, but considering my other tight end he was out with a concussion, starting. he did pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the House of Hill. The House of Hill, because this is now a GOT crossover. Yeah. House Taysom. Yeah. House, House Taysom. Taysom. House Taysom fell. Oh, dude, it this was. Week. But that cheat was so good two years ago because I also had uh, MV- MVP uh, Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, so oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> Which I, so but we, yeah, might, I mean, we might get that this week. Yeah, we might get that this week. And then Olave injured. Yeah. Olave's well, off the if, injury if Andy Dalton, now, so he'll be back. Yeah, but if Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston miss, I think Jameis Winston is going to be back though. Yeah. But if both of them miss, it's then Taysom, time. Taysom Hill, whoo, you better start him. He's going to be fun. With that, um, we bid this Yeah, with game that, do. let's on to our, our next one. Um, so, um, Josh, I'm going to give you some time. All right. Um, you can vent a little bit. And I just want I, I just want you to take a second and breathe. Take a deep breath. I've all... 
I've gone through the five stages of pain on this, whatever it is. Um, I've never seen a team shoot themselves in the foot quite like the Ravens offense did. No, but we talked about this, the wink revenge. Which really the wink revenge was lining three people up up on the center and just like messing with Linderbaum. I mean that was that was partly the case, but even <laughs> then, Kenyon Drake possessed the soul of Jamal Lewis, going averaging almost twelve yards a carry. Yeah. And the only yeah. re- and on t- it's just Lamar could have had four touchdowns this game, and just didn't hit it. And it it was just one of those games where it's like you just got to hit that. And I I understand the need because this offense has basically sucked without uh for lack of a better word without Rashad Bateman in there I I think the Ravens will go out and try to find another top level receiver which is where I really do think either DJ Moore it's DJ Moore or I will say I wonder if Denver's interested in giving up Judy is what. Mm. I would feel like, and I think I don't think I don't so. know. I don't know I don't considering know. Tim Patrick is out for this year, but with I mean with Lamar, I, I I said this to one friend, and I was like, Lamar's a really good commander right now. I need him to be the general because Ooh. intellect intellectually, you can see everything there. He can like like as far as QB processing or anything like that. Like obviously Lamar can do that. That there's no question. It's just when you have to make the throw, make the throw. Like it's not. Yeah. It's like the play call is good, the decision is good, the throw is not good, and that's the only thing. That's the only thing left. Ronnie Stanley had to play basically the entire game this week, and came out good to go. Like he looks like all pro left tackle. Like he's yeah. back. So I'm not worried about the Ravens. I, like for me, especially with this offense, it's. There's a lot of pieces coming back. There is a lot of cohesion just not there. And yeah. I think the big thing is for me, I knew I said in the beginning the Ravens are going to struggle out of the gate. I think I'm just upset at how they've struggled because they could easily be six and zero, and we're having a completely different story. But that's just the fan in me. But as far as fantasy, I Lamar, I think will flip the switch eventually. He just has to stop. He 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 just he's forcing the issue right now. And sometimes you have to f- you force the issue by not forcing the issue, and that's where I feel like Lamar's at right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so an update: Carson Wentz just received um, a diagnosis, and they said it's going to be about a four-week recovery period. Oh, nice! It still so. doesn't save. Oh, uh, of uh, of course. Or- he gets back in time to play the Falcons. This is crap. Yeah, uh, but it still doesn't save the uh, the commanders from Scott Turner. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and, and finish out with oh. New York. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saquon. So, here's still the thing. looking. Saquon so, gets no, saved by the touchdown. He saved it at the end. Yeah, yeah saved it at the yeah. end. The Ravens. Here's what's wild: the Ravens defense allowed 238 total yards to the mm-hmm. Giants. That's oh, it. and Wandell. Wandell got his first touchdown. Yep, Wandell yeah. and Daniel Bellinger. That's the other guy. Look at that. Yeah. What what a heartwarming end to the brutalization of the Ravens. On to the next game. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, I'm talking about. I, I, oh, have, I have one more point. 
The more Ravens point. schedule you get gets really point. easy after this. After Tampa, yeah. it's very easy. So I'm I would be buy low on a on J.K. Dobbins, stashed Gus Edwards. If if well, J.K. Dobbins and... reaggravated his injury. So. I think he'll be fine. It's MetLife. That that's gotcha. It's that's the issue. Yeah, MetLife, MetLife has claimed so many of the players. So this is a um, this matchup that we're going to was highly touted as this is going to be a blowout. This is going to this mm. Tampa Bay is just going to run over the Steelers. <laughs> They're gonna do so well, and they they pretty much crap their pants. Like they could yeah. not, they couldn't get anything going. Um, but Tom, Tom Brady, Brady sure loves Chris Godwin. He he loves Chris Godwin, and he sure I does. I love that. That's awesome. Oh, I do too. Um, yeah, I trade. If he got a touchdown, this. it might have been decent enough to save me a little bit at least. Yeah. I mean, but, that's still a good day. Six for 95. That's still really yeah, good. Yeah, 12 still, targets. Yeah, 12 targets. Yeah. And he, I mean, he should have hauled more of those in. I watched how, the yeah. How does Pittsburgh yeah, win this better. game when your top safety and your top three corners are out? Yep. I want, I, I, Tomlin had to do yeah. some borderline sorcery for this he, game. He sold his soul to mm. someone. Chuck Knoll. <laughs> and and where the heck did Deontay and Pickens go? Um, this was the they Chase Claypool. They were part game. of the deal. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it was uh, embodied into Chase Claypool. Yeah. Yeah, it was no like our MJ and Space Jam. Like they took the power of Deontay and <laughs> yeah, George Pickens. Oh, he got monstered. And the Tampa Bay. Uh, will to play in this game and then just gave it to Chase Claypool. I just want to in the defense. Is that Casey Hayward's brother, Connor Hayward? Two so, catches for forty nine yards. So I gotta say, um, Kate Oton, I think is a streaming option the next oh. couple of weeks. With oh, he is. He's coming Brady. out. Well, I say, I say right now, pick him up now. Cameron Braid, yeah. and we'll talk about this in news and injuries. But Cameron Braid suffered another neck and head injury. This yeah. is like the second time. Oh, in like yeah, four I know. Weeks. I feel so bad. for I him. feel, yeah, yeah, I feel so bad for Cameron Braid because he he's earned like the starting role. Like he's done. He's, he's just the the professional professionals, and to yeah. see this happen to him absolutely sucks. But the yeah. big so the big issue is he's going to be out for a while. Oton's going to be the guy. So Oten, yeah. Oten, um, but either way, stash Cade, grab Cade, do whatever you can. That might be your last yeah. like swing of a uh, tight end option. For sure. Um, also, last thing for me, Leonard Fournette got saved by the touchdown and by his receptions. Yeah, and that's it. Well, that's just like last running, week against the, the running Falcons. game. Yeah, the running game was not great for him. He struggled. Um, so, yeah, I will, just I will keep that in mind. If he's a volume play, buy low on Deontay. Yeah, I still think Deontay is gonna is going to get the targets. Um, I mean, he still got seven this game. He just it it just wasn't working for the most part. Yeah. But the secondary of Tampa Bay is really good. But make it happen. Uh, honestly, all right. 
the the last thing I want to say, Kenny Pickett did leave the game concussed. Mm-hmm. And based on how we're seeing the two rules play out, a lot of teams have just been, you know what, you're not playing the next week. So you yeah. are going to get Mitchell Trubisky next week. I can almost guarantee mm-hmm. that. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. This will be really interesting. Um, just going into not only the fantasy playoffs, but also going into um, the actual like NFL playoffs, seeing how this affects teams. So because if they are, if they mandate that you have to keep them out. Well, it's not, it's not really a mandate. It's just teams are doing it. They're just being precautious about it. But if they're, if they intentionally put them in when they shouldn't, it's it oh, may that be does, yeah, that a little does, interesting. That does make and because really, really that. quickly before we move on yeah. from this game, too, we are eight weeks away from fantasy playoffs. Yeah, yes, we are around the halfway mark. It's so eight next weeks, week. and then the ninth week is week fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 It's gonna be interesting. We're almost halfway. I can't believe it. Um, okay, so our next matchup. Panthers, Rams. Um, the only thing I need to say is DJ yeah. Moore, act out like Robbie Anderson, please, so you can get traded elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, CMC looked like a beast. Five minutes in, yep. he had like fourteen points. Yeah, it was that was like absurd. five minutes in. You're it, was just like, like, Whoa. it was crazy. I know. I was like, wait, what? Fourteen points? Like the game just started. Like, what's going on? So and then he uh, really didn't do much after that. I do find this it is, interesting that PJ Walker got the start and and not even mm-hmm. Sam Darnold didn't even play. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah that was interesting. Rough. And yeah, very interesting. So I'll that's about all the time we have for the Panthers tonight. That's about yep. it. Yeah. Um I do want to bring up the okay. Rams, their left tackle as a tournament for the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, what's his name? Joseph Noteboom. Noteboom. There you go. Noteboom. Yeah. I don't um, – man, I just don't understand what's going on with them because, like, I mean, Henderson didn't look bad this game. I, I feel like he was underutilized. I can – But I feel confident in this answer, Ethan, to be quite honest with you. I feel pretty confident in my answer. <clears throat> here's here's what happened. Um, The interior O-line has always been – been the Achilles heel of Sean McVay. Basically, if you get penetration on on your zone, on the zone schemes, you're done for with uh, the McVay system. Yeah. The other issue that I didn't think would be such a big weakness, but it actually is, no deep threat at all. Like if you really look at like, I mean, I think they've been using either Brandon Powell or Tutu Atwell, but there even Van Jefferson wasn't the greatest of deep threats, and that's actually keeping Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson from being like relevant even though Allen Robinson <laughs> welcome back my friend um but i think the issue with this Rams team is that they went all out for that Super Bowl last year and they could not do anything to fill the issues like the line is still a problem and i think McVay is going to be forced to adapt when it comes to the o line they're they're having a chiefs come to jesus moment right now yeah, they're gonna have to cut the whole team, pretty much. And I would even say, I'm selling high on Cooper Cup. 
right now. I just see as this is yeah. I'm saying this in redraft for me because I have Cooper Cup in a redraft. I'm selling high because I see the writing on the wall. Yeah, it, they seem like they're crumbling right now. Yeah, and I I don't really like to see it because I I'm a Matthew Stafford fan. I like that he won the Super Bowl last year. I think it's fitting that everything's crumbling around him now. But, but you know, he finally won his Super Bowl, and now he's like on a pretty bad team. <laughs> yeah, it's not that they're bad; it's that they're really, really struggling yeah. right now. Well, so, here's here's what I yeah, will yeah. say really quickly though: the Rams didn't look good at the start of last year either. Yeah, they sure. didn't start looking no, they really had, good until they, they started a, making transactions and trades. They had a really bad um stretch in the middle of the year, but they looked good at the beginning. It's just, it's but it's when o- Odell signed, mm. and I would love for them to get Odell again. I but even then, based on what I've seen <clears> from this <throat> offense, I don't think Odell fixes the issue. Yeah, mm. and that was the ball game. That was the ball game. So our next. Um, our next matchup, the Cardinals versus the Seahawks. Do we have to talk I'm going to let you guys game? take this. I I have to I have to go into the next room for a second. So you guys go gotcha. ahead and take this away. Uh, so so Ethan, um, uh, let's let's start off with this. Uh, Robbie Anderson doesn't does not fix this Cardinals offense. That's for sure. No. Uh, and. Hollywood's out. Yeah, Hollywood's Zach out for six weeks. Hurts is the only thing consistent. Yeah, D Hop comes back, but even D Hop, it's not going to fix the issues of this offense. Kyler Murray's still a fifth grader. I, I mean, do we want to start doing bets on if Cliff gets canned? Because they're two and four right now. Like I, I personally think if they're two and six, if they lose the next two, where you can see some water boiling. You think Cliff is uh, next to go? I think so because a, a, the big reason is because you're running into the same exact problem and it's getting compounded. And it's it's where you understand like the literally they've collapsed the same way every year. And it's just like they but just the other scheme just does not hold up. And statistically they, they are where you're wrong. good. Oh, here's where I'm wrong. Week seven. Who do they play week seven? It doesn't matter who they play. Nuke. Yeah, I, but I but I I'm literally hitting the point where I don't think Nuke saves the offense. Like they can't run the ball outside of Kyler Murray. And and the thing is, that's okay. Where, let where let Kyler is... run. Throw it up to Nuke. And then let James Conner flow from that. Oh, there's no James Conner. Oh, you're right. He's injured. Mm. Yeah. So, so, oh, wow. I like accent. Uh, you know, Benjamin Flurry. Uh, 15 carries, 37 yards, two and a half yards of carry. Ugh. And then onto the Seahawks. You're right. Onto, yeah, onto, the the, onto the Seahawks. I mean, kind of a down game for him. But literally. Literally, yeah, I mean, I mean Ken Walker looked good. But that was it. Yeah, Kenneth Walker looked good. Twenty-one carries, ninety-seven yards. Long as yeah, it was thirty-four yards. Kenneth so. Walker came in at the perfect time. So if you're thinking sorry, about Kung Fu Kenny, yeah, if you're Kung thinking, Fu Kenny, so that's roughly sixty-three yards off twenty carries. That's that's a little concerning if you just exclude the long run. I, 
So, but I didn't realize how much of a stranglehold he would have on the uh, rushing attack. DJ Dallas <clears throat> like nothing, and then yeah. everyone just had a ba- yeah, a yeah. down game. But that that's fine. It, uh, that's just how this game ended. Like literally, the only touchdown Arizona had was a defensive touchdown. Besides that, it was yeah. sadness, and that's it. Sadness for the uh, DK Metcalf lovers. Yeah, unfortunately, he's been struggling. He'll come yeah. back. He'll be okay. Yeah, he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. All right. So, that was the game. So moving on to oh, a high the, scoring game, the fun game between the Bills and the Chiefs. We got Josh Allen versus Mahomes. Got his revenge. Got his revenge. Yeah. And this is kind of how I wanted this to go. I'm a kind of a Bills fan now. I like like watching them, I should say. They are. I like watching them play. You're a Bills bandwagon. I am a bandwagon fan. I like how they play. It's high energy. It's, you know, risky passes downfield. It's fun. It's fun to watch. So I would love I to like f- watching them. I need to watch them more. Like, I just need to watch, like, rewatch <clears throat> the games because I would love to see what Ken Dorsey is doing different than Brian Dable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether it's teams are respecting um, Gabriel. I Davis feel like they're or... more conservative. Really? You think so? Or is it J- Josh Allen's gotten that much better? No, I, I do think they're more conservative because they are like taking shots, but it's like calculated risk, you know? It's yeah. not like, oh, like we're hinging our ourselves on Josh Allen making this throw. It's more like, all right, you know, down in distance and analytics support this, so let's take a shot. <clears throat> and then Josh Allen is just that good. Yeah. yeah. But li- literally, I think with the only difference I can tell is that Stefan Diggs is getting seen and schemed more. And, and the running like, back. Yeah. With those 13 targets. Yeah. 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 For sure. But literally ends the game 10 for 148 and one. Like he's ending up wide receiver one. Yeah. Uh, and but well, and I I would like to point this out. Devin Singletary actually yes. you know did something this game. But um, here's what I'm telling you. Yeah, because you're playing me. Ryan, exactly. think about this. It is every close game they have, every tough game, Devin yep. Singletary is always used. It's That's just... exactly why I put him in. He's been sitting on my bench for the last two weeks. That's why I put him in. Yeah, like that's literally all you have to take it by. If it's like an important game and you know they're going to be even, then just keep then... putting in Singletary. That, that's, your, that's your X yeah. factor this year. And you know, I'm I'm surprised. Moss, what, is he injured or or what? Because uh, he didn't I see will... the field. He didn't see the field at all. I will figure you that know, out. James Cook saw two carries, and that's it. It was all Devin Singletary. Not so, seeing something anything. to watch. Yeah, but on the other hand. Our boy Patty Mahomes choked. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, and I'll be perfect. Travis Kelsey, as always. 
Yep. Was eight for one oh eight. I'll gladly take that. But Juju. Juju. It was a surprising uh surprising spotlight. It was a cherry. Yeah, on top. surprising spotlight. Yeah. He he showed up this game and I wasn't expecting him. But hey, he stopped for dancing him. for five minutes. Yeah. I, <clears throat> yeah, he I, stopped dancing for five minutes on TikTok to do this. To come play this game. Yeah. And also in this game, Kansas City just completely abandoned running the ball. Clyde mm-hmm. Edwards Alaire, nine for thirty-three. Yikes. I disagree. I disagree. Oh, you disagree with that huh? mm-hmm. oh, with that approach or with that yeah. assessment? No, with that approach. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, okay. I, I think what I liked what the Bills did because they made every possession that much more important by running the ball and killing time. Mm-hmm. And I think yep. Kansas City, I mean, over time, we've seen them kind of get away from that. Like they let themselves slip into, oh, we have Pat Mahomes who can throw it behind his back 80 quadrillion yards. So let's do it. But I do think they need to kind of reestablish sometimes. And they have the O line yeah. to do it. Now, whether it's going to be Hilaire, Pacheco, that 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 remains to be seen. But otherwise, yeah, that, this was a game. very entertaining game. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And we'll go on to our next matchup. Step Cowboys, That's right? Yeah, yeah. Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys, Philly. Um, Jalen Hurts. Oh, oh, oh. Jalen Hurts came Hurts. crashing down to earth, I believe. Came crashing down to earth. Oh, oh, 17 bit. points. So, but he was still just, looked good. Yeah, but. still, still looked really good. He's just going to be a major threat. AJ Brown, Devonta, Devonta so Smith. A good defense. Yeah, the robot Ethan's back. Well, Robot Ethan has returned, but yeah, I really do. Yeah, like that that Dallas defense is super good, so I'm not worried. What's I'm not worried whatsoever about this game. Uh, I think it's <laughs> I'm happy for Miles Sanders, eighteen seventy one t- and a touchdown. Um, but yeah, did you they, see that tweet about from uh, who's their their defensive their defensive tackle the Cowboys Lawrence. Oh, Demarcus Lawrence. Oh, yeah, the DM Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, where it has the he uh, he was talking about Jalen Hurts and how you know all they he just hasn't faced the the Cowboys defense yet. And then somebody posted a picture of Demarcus Lawrence going after Jalen Hurts, and he's literally on his face, and Jalen Hurts oh. is like. Yeah, seven yards away from him, running away, and it that's was, wrong. It's hilarious. Yeah, it, it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and people but, are joshing on him about it. But literally, like, I mean, the thing, he deserves it. Continue. What really <laughs> throws you in a bind against the, with the Eagles is the fact that they can just run the ball. Yeah, and especially with a Dallas team that, yes, Cooper Cup. I mean, not Cooper Cup. Cooper Rush has been good. But if you're gonna make him, like you're gonna have to be the field general, and you're you're gonna have to just march us down. Every throw has to be on point and accurate. You're not winning the game. 
and that's essentially what this game. Cooper Rush is not the future, obviously. But this this showed Cowboys fans. Oh yeah, Dak is still a good quarterback. (laughs) You know who I miss? Dak Prescott. Anyways, that was the end of the game. Yeah, but I mean Zeke thirteen for eighty one and one solid. Um, Pollard did pretty decent just without the touchdown. Um, CD <clears throat> Lamb five for sixty eight, like which is not bad considering how good that Philly secondary is. But yeah, you have to, you, you're gonna ha- you're just gonna have to get more out of it the next time y'all they play each other, which I believe is week sixteen. Yeah, which I think I think it'll be a different game. Yeah, I think so when too. When Dak Prescott is in. I think Cowboys he's going still to lose. really lean. Probably, but I think it'll be a little closer. And I it'll think cost them the playoffs it, too. I think it'll That's make my it prediction a right competition. But will what, Ethan? So my prediction: Cowboys lose to Eagles at the end of the season and don't make the playoffs. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to think who else would be in that wild card category. I think Dallas could. Ooh, I don't know. Because let's look at the NFC playoff picture right now. Uh, hmm. That is that is a good question. Yeah. So the standings. conference uh <laughs> it goes philly uh the vikings giants okay. cowboys bucks miners rams packers falcons seahawks saints commanders cardinals bears lions panthers interesting Dang. I love that the Vikings are second in the conference. That's so beautiful. It's a sight for sore eyes, but yeah. It is a sight for sore eyes. I don't think it's going to last, but it's a sight for sore eyes. So any big takeaway that we're taking out of uh, this week, especially since we're kind of at the halfway point, getting ready for fantasy playoffs? Kipper Rush sucks. I mean, Dak's coming Mm -hmm. back next week, so I'm, I'm not worried about that. I, I mean, I, I'm personally staying away from Commanders now. Yeah. Just especially with the Wentz injury. Um, I think I, I love what the Giants are doing. I am concerned if any, if anything happens to Saquon. Um, I think Falcons change if uh, Ritter gets in. Brown still can't throw the ball to win the game. Um, I don't know. That, that's something that I am going to be interested in is just to see the strength of schedule. Because so I th- Ritter. Yeah, Falcons is definitely about uh, just about Ritter. I th- who do you think out of who do you think is the biggest surprise? Because we're we're six weeks in. What's your biggest surprise to you? Because yeah, just for being six weeks in, I think we kind oh, of know what the team it has are. to be the Falcons. Uh, for me, it has to be the Falcons. I think the Falcons are the biggest well, surprise. What do you uh, mean, biggest surprise? Biggest fantasy surprise. Like one thing that you did not expect to happen. Okay, then 
I need a little more detail on that. What surprises okay, bef- you? Like, 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 before we talk about that, can we talk about the remainder of the Cowboys schedule? Yeah, who does who does Cowboys have? So they have the Lions next week, followed by the Bears. So two trap games, followed by the Packers. Okay, three trap games. And then they're going to get pummeled by the Vikings, pummeled by the Giants. They're going up against a good Colts defense. Then a Texans team that might have it figured out by December, followed by the Jaguars, which I would argue is another trap game. Followed by the Eagles, who will pummel them. Followed by the Titans, which, again, I would argue is a trap game. So here's what I will say. Um, Man. So I, I think w- their schedule is sneaky scary. I mean, they have a lot of teams that are like could be upset candidates. I'm worried for CD. And I think Zeke is actually fine. Just based on the outlook for this year, yeah. Uh, because here's and the the big reason why is, uh, Detroit, the worst defense in the league. You're good. Chicago, yes, they look mm-hmm. decent against Washington. I still think the the uh, Cowboys can overpower Green Bay. Um, I think, but but Detroit is coming off their bye week. Yes, but I, there's nothing that shows me that they haven't figured it out yet. So that that's that's a that's that's a TBD. That's uh, Green Bay on offense is struggling, which means the Cowboys can run the ball and just kind of create chaos that way. Minnesota is the first tough game, I would say, and that is going to be a good litmus test to see um, what what how Dak is going to be because I'm pretty sure Dak is going to need to be a hundred percent Dak and them for for them to win the game. Now the Giants on the other hand, um this does get interesting. Um I don't think the Giants last this long. That that's what I'm thinking too. I as as much as I love what the Giants are, are doing, the big thing with the Giants is that they are just they do just enough to stay there and then make you make the mistake at the end. And well, and with, I I think I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop for them. Yeah. Cuz they they've had a couple of injuries and they're leaning very heavily on Saquon. Yeah, so you have and to be worried about either very Saquon obvious. or uh, or just that passing offense. Or if Wandale gets hurt again. I don't know. All I'm saying is is there are a lot of trap games that they have to go into and see what kind of team they are. I think they're gonna lean more into the run. It, that that's how I'm feeling it at the moment. And it's because you want to get that kind of back into the swing of things. So I think actually trading for Zeke is not a bad idea, honestly. They would have ran. They would have ran. Yeah, they ran the ball well. Um, and if the score was more in their favor, they would have continued running the ball. Yeah. But yeah, that will do it for this this week's review of of week six. And what a wacky week this was. Um, but thank you again for everyone for listening to the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. 
Um, we will have our review episode coming up on thir- on Thursday and have that ready for you. Then our weeks, uh, actually our week seven preview and then our week seven news and injuries along uh, with the review uh, afterwards. Now, uh, don't forget to also follow us on all uh, social media platforms at last place FP as well. Ethan hit him with the quote. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're right. Who is winning this week in our dynasty league? Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.